This is the Legacy Wealth Code Podcast, helping you build long-term wealth and a lasting legacy through real estate investing, tax strategies, and motivational stories from some of the most successful and influential people out there. Here are your hosts, real estate investor and entrepreneur, Michael Notbaum and real estate investor and attorney, Andrew Hook. Guys, this is episode one of the Legacy Wealth Code Podcast. We're super excited to be here today. This is going to be a heck of a journey, I think, and and we're really looking forward to the people that we're going to bring, the facts that we're going to bring, the information that we're going to get to you all. I'm excited to learn a ton myself. No, absolutely. You know, we're going to have some good topics, bring in some people that have, you know, really built an incredible life and the legacy that they're going to leave behind, you know, and and kind of see like, what is it that makes them different, you know, from the average person? Yeah. I mean, I, I, uh, and let's jump in. I mean, we didn't even introduce ourselves, I guess. Let's start there. But I'm Andrew Hook. I'm a real estate attorney. I'm a real estate broker. I'm a real estate investor. Yep. Michael Knapp, I'm here, real estate agent, and then a real estate investor. Andrew and I have been partnering on properties for the last five or six years. And really just between the two of us have a lot of experience and we've really done a I guess kind of gone out of our way, right? To learn from some of the experts in there. And it's like, man, there's so much stuff that we could pass on to other people and really help them build wealth. And I think for us, that was really what kind of connected us to begin with, right? Yeah. I mean, I think a big part of it obviously is the the mutual interest in real estate, the mutual interest in trying to build a legacy, which is one of the main things I think actually brought us together. I mean, if we if we go back to the BNI days and talk about kind of like talking and just wanting to leave something behind that there's there is some remembrance of you other than just a memory when you're gone. And it's like, I, hey, I built that or my dad or my grandfather built that. I mean, you know, those are the type of things that really drive me and keep me moving forward. So sure. And I mean, you think about where we started and where we are now, we both have families. And now the whole legacy piece where for us, it was always like, this is something we want to leave behind. Now it's like, okay, well, now we have to do it, you know? Yeah. I like that. I mean, there's, there's a whole line behind us. That's not only counting on you, but you know, you're hoping you're opening doors for them as you're, as you're moving forward. Yeah. And you know what, you know, when I was kind of putting together the vision, at least what I envision this podcast being, it's like both of us have in our Rolodex of, of network, people that have really done things at a super high level. But then for us, I mean, it's not like I have this crazy story. Like I was, you know, living under an overpass and I overcame all kinds of adversity. I had a fairly normal life. I mean, I, you know, my parents weren't super rich, but I was given what I, you know, needed. And I think that there's a big piece of that. Like it doesn't have to be like a rags to riches story. Like you could be a regular person and then really start honing in on what is your legacy? What is wealth mean to you? Because it could mean totally different things to two different people. Yeah. No, I think there's a lot to that. One of the things I was thinking about this morning was actually, I never remember what the statistic is, but it's just, it's an overwhelming number of millionaires that never made more than six figures in their, in their salaries and their careers. And, and, but the ability to invest well, think about, you know, how you're spending your money and really thinking about not just making money, but building wealth is a huge piece of what I think we want to pull out of these people and see what's the difference between making a lot of income and then actually building a lot of wealth for yourself. Right. Well, and there's some key things that pretty much if you look at the wealthiest people out there, what are they doing? And that's really how a lot of this came about, right? I mean, we've both been in real estate a long time. How many people do you know that are real estate agents that are doing a ton of business and they still don't have any money? Right. Probably most of them. Sure. 
you know, including myself for a long time before I really honed in on, okay, how do I build wealth? I can't just keep living until my next big commission check. I got to figure out a way to really build wealth. And once you do, you realize, man, the guys like Donald Trump, Elon Musk, Jeff Bezos, like they're making billions of dollars and paying almost no taxes. Sure. Legally. Yeah. Which is the biggest component, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> and you got, you got it. Anyone that pay no taxes, it's just a matter of <laughs> when are you going to go to jail? So like, can you do it legally? That's yeah. kind of a big deal. There's a lot of A-listers that just never paid tax. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Who was it? Eddie Murphy or one of them was like, yeah. you know. I think Willie Nelson's out there on yeah. the IRS most wanted. Right. Exactly. So. <laughs> so there's a couple of them that probably didn't do it the right way. But I yeah. think what's important is like the tax code is what, 4,900 pages, somewhere in that neighborhood. And there's 30 pages that actually apply to how the IRS can tax you. And the rest of it is, what are all the advantages that you have as a United States citizen under the tax code? Right. And for us, it was like, man, that's like a huge game changer. Once you realize like there's actual tax advantages all over the place, most people just never know about them, including a lot of CPAs, as we've found out through the last couple of years. Well, I think that's a good example, Mike, of like how many different ways there are to build wealth. So it's not just about investing well. It's not just about, you know, you're saving your money, for example. It's also about, are you actively taking advantage of everything that's available to you from a tax perspective? You know, we talk about the credit card point stuff, you know, utilizing all of these different things that pull in to say, you know, it's more than just making money. It's more than just making smart investments. It's a, it's an entire sort of mindset shift. And, and I know, uh, you know, you and I talk about mindset a lot, as far as like, you have to change those things in the way you think about things. And I think, you know, once you finally get to that point where you're saying wealth building is not one or two pieces, it's, it's a, a whole component of how you go about things. And that mind shift change, I think, makes a tremendous amount of difference. I mean, the, the best investments I've ever made and the stuff that has performed the best for me is the stuff that I, I do it, I lock it, I forget about it. I don't even remember it's there half the time. And then I look back at it and I'm like, wow, that thing's performing better than the stuff that I'm focusing a lot of my energy on, you know? So, well, even like I think Warren Buffett says he's not smart enough to be a day trader. Right. Like he's like one of the richest guys in the world, but he's like, I just buy stuff and just hold it. Would you? Yeah. You know, from a stock perspective, there's no question, but I think you can use that same thing in real estate. Like you buy a property. So even think back like 2007, 2008, when everything was just going terrible. If you were to held that same property until today, you have equity in it. Well, think about it. You know, if you, if you were able to just keep it afloat, the, the rent flows alone that you would have made as you paid any debt down over time would have been tremendous if you, you know, when you extrapolate that out for, 15 years or whatever it's been. So, right. Yeah. Which I think for us, you know, when we, when we put this, the legacy wealth code together, right? A big part of it is helping people build long-term sustainable wealth through real estate. Of course, the goal of the podcast, uh, you know, hopefully we'll bring people in from all kinds of different areas where it may open doors and open your eyes to different opportunities. But by and large, it's going to be a real estate focused podcast. And you think about that component of building wealth and then you extrapolate it out. Now, okay, I can repeat this every couple of years, you know, like the Burr method, for example. I mean, that's like the, probably the most simple way to invest in real estate. Almost anyone can do it. And you can do it over and over and over again and build huge wealth. Sure. And then on top of it, once we, you know, start sharing some of these tax strategies that we've learned over the last couple of years, 
I mean, you gave that, a, you know, the example of how many millionaires there are out there that really never made over six figures. But now it's like, what if you did? And you still applied these tax strategies and applied some of these wealth building strategies around it. It's like, now you're supercharging it. Yeah, yeah, you're magnifying all of it, so. But you touched on something I wanted to talk about a little bit more. So we talk about bringing people in. So for the purview of where we want to take this podcast, you know, who do you want to see come on? What are the type of people that you want to talk to? I mean, let's discuss that a little bit. Well, I think it's going to be somebody, I guess the saying is what, you can lead a horse to water, but you can't make them drink. It's like, you have to want to be something bigger. And maybe you don't right now. Maybe it's just, but you're open to it. So it's somebody who actually sees something bigger for their life. And for me personally, it's like, I would love to be able to say, I've helped all these people really figure out what their legacy is going to be. And then not, you know, not told them what it's going to be, just figured out. I led them to the point where they've figured out what they want their legacy to be. Yeah. So I, I don't think I have like a specific person, but it just needs to be somebody who's willing to step maybe out of their comfort zone and want to build long-term wealth. Yeah. I mean, I think that's a big thing about what we want to do is be real, right? I mean, there's, this isn't a smoke and mirrors type thing. It's, you know, we'll tell you our failures. We'll tell you our successes. We want the guests to do that. I think we're, we've got a, a Rolodex of people that are experts in different industries that I'm super excited to kind of hone in on what they do and how they could help people continue to build their own wealth. And, and as I said, I mean, so much of this for us is our own learning experience along the way too. Cause I mean, you know, you talked about the desire to keep learning and knowledge and, and that piece is what's the saying about the, um, you know, the forever student, basically, you know, you're always, always should be a student to some extent, you know, wanting to continue to learn. And I mean, the, the, the reading that we do, I think is a, is a big thing that's, that kind of sets apart what we're doing too, from other people as well, from a standpoint of wanting to continue to grow that knowledge and figure out different mechanisms that we know a lot where we are currently, but there's so much more out there to learn. So. No, no, absolutely. And I think part of it is the fact that we're, you know, I think both of us are very open and willing to learn new things, which is why we take part in some of the, you know, nation's best masterminds. And we're excited to then share it with our listeners. You know, for me, it's the whole wealth piece is just, it could be a lot of things to a lot of different people, but overall, I mean, it's something that you can leave behind to your kids, to your family, to your friends, et cetera. And I always laugh because it's like, it's way more fun to be rich with your friends <laughs> than to be the rich guy that's just mad that you're buying your friends stuff all the time. And then you just end up building like animosity, like, man, I, all I do is buy you stuff. Helping them actually build wealth themselves is way better. I had a professor in law school, I'll never forget. And he had worked as an attorney and then somewhere along the line, he had a client that picked him up and they went into business together and they created a restaurant chain. And it did well and they sold out of it. And he basically retired in his forties. And that was his comment is he was like, I came back to teach because I was bored. You know, you can only play golf so many days. And, you know, that was his exact comment. I call my friends and they're like, it's a Tuesday. I'm at work. Like I, I don't have the luxury that you have to, uh, you know, to not be working today. And, and I think there's a lot to that. I mean, that, that comment is like, build the people up around you with you because if you can have everything in the world, if you don't have anybody to share it with, and there's nobody that's you know along there with you, then what's the point of it? So yeah, and I, I know we've talked about this before, but that book, Living Forward, 
was yeah. probably one of the bigger game changers in my life because it's one of the very first exercises you do in the book. But basically, they have you take a look at your life right now, and then they have you write your eulogy, which is pretty deep, right? I mean, you're like, man, that's crazy. Like, I have to write my eulogy? And it's basically like, what would you want the people in the first row at your funeral to say about you? Have you done it? Yeah, I've read it. It's, it's a tough exercise to do. We, we should do that on one of these, I think. Sit down and write that and go through it and just analyze it. And the whole point is like, okay, I wrote it. This is what I would love for all, you know, the people that are closest to me. This is what I want them to say about me. Yeah. And then it's like, what would they say about me right now? And do those things match up? Yeah. And I think when you do that, it's like, wow, that's it's pretty deep. Yeah. But it definitely helps you build, like you said, the mindset. Like, okay, well, what am I doing this for? People say I want to be rich. You know, we always do the exercise, the seven layers of why. Okay, I want to be rich. Why? Well, I want to be able to buy stuff for my friends and family. Okay, why, why is that important? And if you start actually digging deeper and deeper, when you get to like level five, six, seven, you're really like pretty deep in there. Mm -hmm. And then you actually have, well, this is my real why. So now when the going gets tough, you battle through it because you're like, okay, I know why I'm doing this. People say all the time, I want to be rich, but they really don't even know why. So then when the going gets tough, then just give up. Yeah, that's interesting. You know, one of the other things I was thinking about this morning is what would you say are like, I mean, it doesn't have to be one, but what are the, what are the primary goals that you have in doing this podcast? So I think when you start looking at real estate investing, you know, I mean, you could Google real estate investing and there'll be a you know, a thousand different things that people tell them to do. You know, for us, we know that the tax strategies are just total game changers. But if you're buying properties, not using any kind of methodology or formulas or analyzation of the deal, and now you're upside down, it doesn't really matter how you apply the tax strategies. Yeah, it'll still help. But if you're buying things incorrectly, so it's like, I want to help people understand when you're, when you're becoming an investor, or maybe you already are one, how do I find the right deal? analyze it correctly. So that way, to, like we were just talking 2008 till now, if you had a cash flow property that whole time, it doesn't really matter if it went down for a little bit. Mm -hmm. So I think like getting that foundation set and then being able to really amplify what you're doing with the tax stuff. Yeah. I think that's a great point. So I was thinking, so to answer that question from my own perspective, one of the main goals I have is, is to really open the dialogue about the difference between making money and wealth because there's there are so many things out there on how do you make money how do you get rich you know how do you get rich quick you know there's scroll through your social media feed and there's 900 things that, that come up as far as like hey guys have you ever thought about this or have you done that they're all geared towards you got to make money you got to continue to make money but that's a that's a rat wheel, right? Like you start making money, your life, you do the lifestyle creep that we always talk about. And now, now you're on the rat wheel. You got to keep making that money. You got to keep making that money versus you're actually reinvesting into something. And one of the main things that I want to really drill down in on this and make sure that our, our listeners and, you know, ourselves included and the people that we're talking to and connecting with our clients and everything are thinking about is, is really how do you take that component of I've learned to make a lot of money, which is great. But now how do I take the second step and how do I actually create generational wealth and how do I make it so that I can step out and not have to continue? I mean, the, the money basically replaces you essentially and, and you're, you're continuing to make those funds without having to be so day-to-day -day and active in it. That's a, that's a big goal of mine in this. And then 
the other one I was thinking was is I had a session with my life coach this morning and we were talking just about we always do the analysis run me through the 20 top things that are going on right now in your life and so we're talking about it and we always kind of come back to again the why question why are you doing what you're doing and the one thing that I always come back to as far as that that, that where I get the joy from the work that I do, and I work a lot. I mean, you know that. I'm, I'm constantly working. And so the number one joy I get is from the people that you've helped, and then you hear from them how appreciative of that they are and how much it's really helped them launch something. And it doesn't matter what that's in. It could be in an investment, or it could be in a legal struggle, or it could be anything that they're going through, or just you know, a support system for somebody that... But helping people, you know, to me is really just one of those things that like that drives me. And I, and I, and I want to, you know, if we can help one person from listening to this success in my book. Yeah, no, for sure. And I think that, you know, without question, obviously you're one of my best friends, but you've also probably kept me out of jail a few times. And I call you with some, Hey, can I do this legally? Well, you know what? I think you should probably go a different direction on that. So you know, I can definitely attest to the fact that you're always there to uh, to lend an ear and give some advice. I've, I've appreciated that very much over the last few years. <laughs> and it all started in a BNI networking. Yeah, that's right. Who would have ever guessed? Full circle, right? So, but yeah, I mean, I think as we move forward, you know, one of the things that I envision happening is episodes on current events as it relates to real estate, investing, wealth. You know, I know I've got some good friends and so do you that, that I think would be great on here for just like their story. You know, whether they're professional athletes, you know, super high level business people. And like I said, it could, it doesn't have to be somebody like a rags to riches store. It could just be a guy that, Hey, listen, I, my parents gave me a good life and now I've just taken it and run with it. And now I have a huge business or, a, you know, whatever it is, it doesn't have to be some kind of crazy, you know, I was living under an overpass and now I'm a billionaire store. Sure. I mean, it's, it's the growth component, right? It doesn't, doesn't matter where you grow from as long as you're growing. Yeah. So. No, I think that that's definitely the, the, the key. So, you know, we wanted to kind of make this as just an intro so you can kind of get an idea of who we are as people. We're about as authentic and genuine people as you, you know, as there are out there. And I think that that's hopefully what we're conveying to our listeners as we try to launch this and, and get it going. Yeah, no, super excited about where we're going to take this and, and you know, the people we're going to meet along the way and can't wait for the future episodes to come. Yeah, absolutely. So until next time, this is Michael and Andrew with the Legacy Wealth Code Podcast. Thanks, guys.